Hello everybody. Today is Monday, March 20th, 2023. And this is a day that we've never seen before, all of us. We are very blessed to even be alive today. So this is part one of a little series on loneliness. And I started to call it the loveliness of loneliness. And you will understand why. How can something so negative like loneliness be loveliness? So just keep listening and you will see where we're going with this. So anyways, first of all, I wanted to touch on loneliness is a human experience that everybody experiences. It doesn't matter if you're popular. It doesn't matter if you have 5,000 or 5 million Facebook friends and um, 5 million people who watch your YouTube. It doesn't matter if you're beautiful. It doesn't matter if you're young or you're old or you have a big family and everybody gets along beautifully. It doesn't matter. And the reason why is because the human experience is lonely simply because to be um, present in your life, to be present and to be a human is to be absent from the Lord. That's what um, the Holy Scriptures say in 2 Corinthians 5, 8, Deuteronomy 30, verse 14, and there may be other scriptures that allude to that, but we are all, we're finite beings. You know, only God is, can be everywhere at one time. And so that's why, like, if you visit a friend or you visit a daughter or a mother or, um, you know, a husband, a boyfriend, like, you're, you are somehow, you know, um, one of you has to work in a different location or something and you've had to be away from each other for a while. That's why, you know, you wish when you come home, that um, you know you could take them with you like we don't like when even though it's like a glorious thing when our kids go to college um, or you know we see um, our loved ones or our friends move on in life and move away and they're doing well we're happy for them but there's always that little thing where you miss them because um, that we don't have the control and the power that everybody that we've ever loved and that loved us is going to be with us all the time in every situation, understand every situation, and ultimately not die. We, we just don't, none of us have that kind of control. And a lot of times, too, what people don't understand is that becoming more successful and coming into positions of leadership is very lonely. That saying that it's lonely at the top is very true. And so it's not just that people that are homeless are obviously you know the discarded those that are discarded those are that are rejected those that have been abused and treated horribly which if you've seen my website at all you know that my heart breaks for that and I try to do all I can in you know my little life to to reach those people or to tell other people who can reach those people but we cannot discard the fact that people that are successful and people that have done great things and are pioneering uh, great works of things, whether it's artistic things, whether it's work in ministry, whether it's fame in the entertainment industry. It's just 
not, um, it can be very lonely because a lot of times too, people like the rich you, they like the, you know, they like the successful you and your whole being and your whole, uh, um, everything that you are is not your bank. Everything that you are is not your title. And, and I know that it's very interesting. I, I, I experienced this personally because I used to be overweight. And it's really interesting the way people talk to you when you lose weight. Like, wow, you look so much better, blah, blah, blah. But it's still kind of an insult because that was me too. Like, why didn't you treat me the same way when I was 40 pounds overweight? Why are you treating me nice now? Why are you more friendly to me now? Like, that's not right. You know, I was the same person inside that body because we're not our appearance. We're not our bank account. You know, we all have, um, we all have a soul. Um, you know, we, we all have a spirit. There, there's more to us than just our outside. So there's the human, the human experience period is, is one that's going to experience loneliness. We, we just, we're in, um, in, what is it called? Um, finite beings. You know, we have to be, we're, we're separate from each other. We didn't come in this earth with, um, a community of, um, people. We just, you know, came out all by ourselves, <laughs> hopefully with a mother and father that loved us. And we're not leaving the earth, um, with the community. We're going to leave this earth by ourselves. So, okay. Yay. Isn't that lovely? So anyways, um, but, okay, here is the good news. Here is the good news that the way that we overcome that, the way that we have peace with that, is that we're never alone. God is with us. God is with us. I can't even enumerate how many times when I read my daily scriptures in the Old Testament and the New Testament that the statement is, God is with you. Be of good courage. God is with you. Why would you need to say be of good courage? Because it's scary. And we go through things. We go through transitions of life. But God always wants us to know that he's with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He says that in the Torah and he says that in the New Testament. He says that many times um, that he'll never ever leave us nor forsake us. Jesus said it and he's always with us. And um, the way that we approach him is through faith um, and through that was the whole reason for Jesus coming is to connect us back to God. So, um, you know, and, and the thing is, how do you, okay, so let's talk about how do you do that? How? Okay, Mindy, that's all lovely and ethereal and everything, but you didn't give me nothing. You didn't give me anything I could put my hands on. To deal with this okay I'm gonna give you something right now so one thing is is that the word is in your mouth that that's you know that's in the scriptures and I only say what's in agreement what's in the scriptures because Mindy by herself um, Mindy Joy does not have this vast revelation and knowledge and any more connection to the heavenlies than anybody who ever existed or will exist. The, I, I get my information from, um, from the Word of God. That's where I get my information. And, and I've gone through this. Like This is my experience of going through these things, of going through these emotional things, and just seeking God and seeking His Word and trying to find answers in this very um, cold world. You know, Especially now, things have gotten 
a little bit cray-cray, so um, we have to navigate our path in keeping sound mind, in, in keeping productive, in, in keeping joyful. So the um, three things that I do, and one is I speak the Word of God. I speak, I speak life. And you don't have to walk around like, you know, you're a walking Bible. I mean, a lot of people don't believe the Bible, and that's, like, very annoying and irritating to them. And I completely understand that because I didn't always believe the Bible. And, and it, but, um, but the Bible is truth. It's not just exclusive to a certain group of people or just Jewish people or just Christian people. It applies to everything, everybody. It applies um, the principles. Let me say that. The, the, I'm going to be very specific. The principles of the Bible are true for everybody. So, you know, one thing that I have found after I received um, Jesus as my Lord is that every time I just start to speak the word, just anything, um, you know, I could just, um, like, Lord, you're with me today. If I just said something like that, Lord, you're with me. Lord, you love me. If I can't think of anything else, I don't go by emotions, by how I feel. Um, I don't necessarily see an angel or, or anything, but I start to speak the word of God because my emotions are not my king. Jesus is my king. So I start to speak the word and I'll start to feel I'm getting uplifted like a sunflower in the morning. Do you ever check out sunflowers? They're really pretty amazing. Like when, at, when the sun goes down, they kind of close up. But when the sun comes up, they open up. And I start to open up. My spirit opens up. My hope opens up. My love, my joy, my peace, all that starts to open up as soon as I stir up. I stir that up, and I start speaking the Word of God. I start speaking the things that He told me. He said, He'll never leave me or forsake me. I mean, I can go on and on, but let's just like stay with that right now. The fact that He's always with me, and um, 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 John, I think it's 14, 6, about the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't want to give you the wrong, um, I'm going to look this up as I say, but John 14, 6, I believe it is, says that... Um, you know, the Spirit of God is with us right now, and that He's here, you know, those of us who received Him um, through, um, those of us who want that gift through, after we have come to know Christ, who want that special gift, the icing on the cake of the Holy Spirit, that um, He's our comforter. He, he shows us things to come. He always stands by us. He, he advocates for us. Um, he is the um, he's the comforter, uh, the helper. He helps us. He makes the things of Jesus more real to us. And correction, um, John fourteen six says, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." So you know you can even use that. Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life. I don't get what's going on here. Father, in the name of Jesus, I do not get what's going on here, but you do. You're the way, the truth, and the life. You have a way. You've put me put me on my way today. You are the way. So these are things that I do. And this is a part about loneliness, part one. These are some immediate things. So I have three things. I spoke about speaking life. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about um, being grateful. Tomorrow number two is how great the power of gratefulness to get you through loneliness. So this has been a blessing on my first podcast ever. 
Anybody who listened to this, I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for ever, any listener that's ever going to listen to this. And possibly they'll listen to this when I've gone on from this life, you know, in years to come. And I pray that every person, that you would draw the people that need to hear this. And that they will come to know how much you love them. And that you sent your only son for them. You love them so much. And even if they were the only ones on earth, you're coming back for them. That you forgive every single thing. There's nobody who's gone too far. If somebody's hearing this right now, who's in a prison cell right now. I don't know, are they allowed to listen to podcasts? But if they can, um, anybody who's in any situation that, you know, um, anybody who has been discarded, who, you know, they've been rejected, they're, that they've been abused. I thank you, Father, that, that they will know that you love them so much and you understand loneliness and you know what it's like to be rejected because your only son was rejected and Jesus was rejected himself. I thank you that... Um, I thank you that they will be healed. I thank you that you lead them to other people to love them, to show them the way. You bring mentors into their life if they need physical things in their life, if they need um, their rent to be paid, their mortgage to be paid, if they need clothing, they need to pay bills, they need groceries. I thank you that, that you would just supernaturally bring people to them and speak to them to help them in these things and show them if they're doing something that's hindering the manifestation of what they need in their life is are they doing something um that is there something that they could be doing themselves um that they've been afraid to do or um just something that is between you and them that they know they need to step up a bit so i thank you for that father i thank you for letting them know that you are with them every second all the time they're not even leaving this earth by themselves so i give you all the glory for it and I thank you for blessing these podcasts. In Jesus' name, amen.